0: Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate.
1: You're back on the block with Stricken Nate. Second hour. A lot of Nebraska talk going on in the first hour. Eric Shenander is no longer the defensive coordinator there. Bill Bush will be taking over there. Cluster Johnson joined us in the last hour to talk a little bit about what's up, what's next. We know that there's a bye week uh, this upcoming week before they face Indiana. We're going to talk a little bit of uh, college football. We'll stay in the Big Ten, kind of some of the scores, go over some of the uh, uh, the finishes over the weekend. There wasn't a lot, a lot of, you know, just really intense hype or anticipated games. You know, it was just a lot of those those games that the big uh, top ten Top twenty teams mostly faced in the lower tiers of those, but at the end of the day, there were some scares out there. Mm. I'm going to mention those real quick. Mm-hmm. First of all, the top the top ten handled their business. Georgia took care of things. I said that Spitzer Rattler terrible to me. Yeah. I knew that wasn't. You called happen. that
0: one, Strick. I'll give you that.
1: I, I yes, sir. I called that one. Alabama, Ohio State took care of the in-state you know team out of Toledo. Michigan drubbed UConn. They're one of the worst teams in the country. We already knew that. Clemson took care of business. I still think that um, they're, I still personally think that they're going to have a coaching issue. I still think they need to go with K Klubnik if they're going to want to win, win big games. I just don't think DJ (laughs) can get it done. I don't think he gets it done uh, for me in a championship run. Um, Oklahoma, obviously, we we're part of that. Uh, late touchdown for us, kind of get us in there. I, I, I think Chubba Purdy, we got to see a little bit of him and what he can offer and do as well. I thought that was, that was good. Uh, USC took care of Fresno State. Oklahoma State, obviously, that was a drubbing. And uh, out of Arkansas Pine Bluff, Kentucky took care of Youngstown State. But here's the one in the top 10 that scared everyone for a while. It was real scary. Number 10, Arkansas facing Missouri State. And it didn't happen until late in that game. So that was a danger. Uh, Then we'll get to the next one as we delve into the Big Ten. The Big Ten, ah, they fared okay. But this Big Ten team went down to a Pac-12 team, reemerging 3-0 right now. Tell us what you thought about Mel Tucker and the Michigan State uh, uh, the Michigan State Spartans going in to Seattle and getting beat and uh, by the Huskies.
0: Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, Strick. They for one, they were completely outcoached. and this this game isn't really a good indication of how close it was at halftime twenty nine to eight Washington. End of the third quarter, thirty six to fourteen. Michigan State would score two garbage touchdowns there at the end. Uh, and for what it's worth, Washington was favored in this game. Three and a half point favorites. They'll probably be ranked. Actually, I haven't looked at the AP poll yet. They they might be ranked after this one. Um, th- this was pretty embarrassing. And I know as a team, Strick, you'll like this. Michigan State ran for 42 yards. Wow. 42 yards. And, and this isn't like they're That's playing another them. Big Ten. It's not like they're yeah. playing another Big Ten school. This is a Pac-12 school which are yeah. historically known for not having very good run defenses uh it's certainly not pass defenses get absolutely torched um i i don't really know what to think of this to be honest with you i I don't know if maybe this is a down year for the Big Ten because there's another team that you mentioned, Michigan's, Strick, and Michigan's probably the most frustrating team out of everyone because I cannot stand when teams do this. You want to be taken seriously. You're trying to say that you're you're elevating your game. You're taking the next step. You want to be Ohio State. You've now beaten Ohio State. Your non-conference games are Colorado State, Hawaii, and UConn. I'm, I'm sorry. I understand that the Big Ten is a tough conference. I'm okay with that. Listen, if you want to play a couple cupcake games, that's fine. Every team does it. But for your toughest competition to be Hawaii in the first three games, <laughs> nope. I'm not buying it. UConn is it. maybe historically the worst college football program over the last five years. I agree. Uh, if you look at the entire landscape of college football as a total, that five-year span for UConn has been absolutely trash. I just, yeah. I, I'm not buying Michigan doing this with their schedule. We'll see what happens. They host this weekend Maryland, which they'll probably pump Maryland too. So it is what it is. Um, but but yeah, I I don't know. Yeah. This is just an indication of the Big Ten, but it, it doesn't look great. I'll tell you, it doesn't look great.
1: We'll see. I mean, Mike, Michael Penix, uh, Jr. had a big day. Twenty-four Torched forty. Him. Yeah. Uh, for 397 yards, four TDs, and a 92 uh qbr which is phenomenal that's an excellent game for him and his guy his go-to guy he had two of them but one that had a really big day out of jalen polk uh, uh did, did, um, i'm sorry jalen polk um and um, and then and then jalen mcmillan both had uh, really big days on the receiving side of things uh one 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 more couple more games actually i want to talk about briefly a lot of controversy was coming out of you know some of the stuff that was being said out of our, Oregon by some of their fans and stuff like that because of the BYU situation. Right. BYU uh, just got manhandled, which is not Oregon's yeah. thing. They really got manhandled. That's one of the things, and that's their identity that mm. you've come to know of BYU as a number 12th ranked team uh, going up to Oregon uh, in Eugene and coming up way short of expectation. And one of the things is... They've known to be physical and they really got manhandled in that game against Oregon. Yeah. And I, I don't know if
0: maybe this is just BYU. I know there were a couple of years back when they had um, Zach Wilson. They were, they were a little bit overrated that season too. I, I've never really been a big buyer of BYU. Listen, you know, how I feel about the group of five being in the playoff as as, as a whole. I don't think a group of five team should ever be in the playoff. Granted Cincinnati did make it. And I think that the, the, playoff committee was kind of backs against the wall. They didn't have much of a choice, but get out of here with that. I, that one didn't surprise me as much to be honest with you.
1: Let's talk lastly, before we get to the big 10 about the, the revenge game that I said that they would re um, that they would return with a victory. Oh. Uh, unfortunately at the behest of Miami, the right. number 13th ranked team, Texas A&M gets it done at home and a uh, very good defense you know, Tyler uh, uh, Van Dyke had to throw it 20 uh, out of 41. So he threw it 41 times for only 217 yards. And it wasn't even that he played bad. It was just that Texas A&M was just getting after it. They played well; really good. Max Johnson didn't play well at all either. It's just that I think the defense stepped up for them and got it done and gave them great field position and enabled them to be able to put uh, points on the board.
0: Yeah, and this is just classic again. Texas AM, tough loss against App State. App State barely gets by Troy on hail mary to end the game too. So that definitely didn't look like a great loss. And they were down M. big in that one They too. were. It wasn't, and that was it ga- like that was College was game, 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 game Day. Loss. Yeah, I know that. And yeah. that College Game Day, and, and somehow they pulled out the win. I don't. And then they ended up storming the field. Trust me, I'm Team Storm. Ah, when you beat Troy at oh, home, no. Stop no. I'm I'm a big yeah, Storm guy, guys. but that that might have been pushing it a little bit. Um. I just this is just classic Miami and I know Cristobal is a good coach he's certainly better than Manny Diaz uh, Kyle Van Trask is a good quarterback, but it takes some time to turn these programs around. Like It it looks like USC might be the enigma, but also at the same time, you get the best quarterback in the country, arguably in Cale Williams, and you certainly get the best receiver in the country in Jordan Addison. Pair him with Lincoln Riley, already a good recruiting class. Hey, turns out USC's going to be pretty good. Who would have thought? But this is just classic Miami. The U is not back, and, and it warms my heart, to be honest with you, to see it. Uh, I, I'm not buying Miami, and this is just more of the same strict of of college football. You look at it, it's, the rich just keep getting richer. I mean, like you said, yeah. the top five teams in the country absolutely pound their opponents. Now, do what they do. Listen, Ohio State playing Toledo and Michigan playing UConn, okay, those could have been expected, but still, the rich get richer. Georgia, like you said, absolutely smacks South Carolina around. They made Spencer Rattler look like he'll probably never play a snap in the NFL when last year he <laughs> was going to be the first <laughs> overall pick. I'm done with Spencer they Rattler, too.
1: Like, like Cinderella's sisters treated her. uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) I like that it was
0: uh, that that was bad South Carolina is not very good I'd still love me some Shane Beamer I think he'll be fine but Spencer Rattler uh, it's just it's just more of the same and we can talk about these teams all we want but listen at the end of the day the top four teams in the country right now very well could be the top teams that we see in the college football playoff and it wouldn't
1: surprise me a bit Well, let's move on and talk about a game that I had some concern about. I actually, you know, being a War Eagle that grew up in the area uh, in my earlier years before ultimately becoming a Husker, uh, I thought Alabama, I mean, Auburn would play tremendously better than what they did at home uh, with uh, 22-ranked Penn State coming into uh, Jordan-Hare Stadium. Um, I think this is um, a bad day for Harson. Uh, I think he's next to go. He's on the chopping block. yeah, um I don't think he makes it, but we'll see how that that continues. T j. Finley, it wasn't even really his fault. I don't no. even really um uh, you know look to him to say it was a bad deal, no. bad game for him. Sean Clifford didn't do nothing spectacular except be efficient in getting the job done there. Um, but the running game took over. The running game was phenomenal. two hundred and forty five yards rushing. What else do you would you need to do at that point? You you're you're dominating the game and the physical aspect of it. You're managing the time. You're scoring when you're supposed to score, and ultimately Auburn gets the win.
0: Yeah, or uh, you mean Penn State, Drake? I'm sorry, uh, Penn State. Penn State. Yeah. Um, I, I to be honest with you, is is Penn State one of the teams to beat this year? Because we look at, well, for one, the Big Ten West, Wisconsin's already lost a game, Iowa's already lost a game, and they can't score to save their lives. Nebraska's honestly just looks awful. And then Purdue loses to Syracuse. The Big Ten West is wide open. You go over to the Big Ten East, okay, yes, you have your Ohio State. I guess you have Michigan. I don't really know what to expect from them, to be honest with you. Michigan State looks like they're having a down year. And trust me, I'm not buying baby Tua in Maryland. Jake Bokovan can miss me with that. I think Penn State, honestly, they might have a shot to win the Big Ten. I'm I'm telling you, after seeing this game, I mean, you talk about it, Strick, and you said it best, the physicality. I mean, Penn State pushed them around. Offensive line was, was great. Defensive line was great. And that's the thing that we always say about Nebraska. It starts on the lines. Guess what? Penn State is great on both sides of the both line. Both sides. Both sides yeah. of the line. So if, if they keep that up, I would not be surprised to see Penn State make a run for the Big Ten title.
1: Agreed. We talked about it. We talked about the disappointment of us losing to Northwestern, uh, who is now also to 1-2 uh, uh, 0-2 at home. Losing to Southern Southern Illinois, thirty-one to twenty-four. We go down. You just mentioned it, Syracuse, uh, who is now three and zero, emerging again. <laughs> and, and what's going on? I don't there. know what's going on. Syracuse. Over there. Syracuse with a thirty-two to twenty-nine win over Purdue. Is it something that you want to discuss? I don't know. Let's talk about. I'll, I'll, I'll throw these two at it. Indiana comes up big with a win, three and 3 and zero at home over Western Kentucky. Not necessarily a Big-time game for them, right. winning overtime. But touch, if you want to touch on those two games, is there anything that stood out to you?
0: Well, I think the biggest thing is is Dino Baber certainly saves his job at Syracuse. I, how they're 3-0, and I have no idea. I don't know what's going on. And it sounds like this Aiden O'Connell hype. Like, it's great. He's looked pretty good yeah. to start the season. But Purdue's not a very good football team, to be honest. Losing
1: Bell was big. Yeah. yeah no, it was. The same receivers. it was. Yeah.
0: It in, was. In, in Purdue just does not look like a great team. Like I said, the Big Ten West is about as wide open as it possibly could be. That's why we can get into it more strict if you want. But Nebraska, for what it's worth, still has a shot at the Big Ten West. Like, the Big Ten West looks terrible. I'll just yeah, straight. Just a whole. simply put, the Big Ten West looks awful. Um... I, I, I like Syracuse. I think they're a pretty good team. It'll be interesting to see what Purdue does moving forward, but I, I want to bring up Indiana, Strick, and I, I want to kind of get your thoughts because we kind of went into this season saying Indiana – one of the worst teams in the Big Ten, possibly the worst team. Now, I don't know how much you can read into their games, but for what it's worth, they did beat Illinois, another Big Ten we- another Big Ten West team. They beat Idaho at home, which I would hope you'd beat Idaho. And Western Kentucky, say what you will, but they're not a terrible football program, so Indiana somehow found finds themselves at 3-0. Now, I- they have to go on the road to Cincinnati this weekend. Cincinnati is 17-point favorite. I think that'll kind of be the humbling moment for the Hoosiers, but... To be honest with you, I know they're coming off a bye, but Indiana's no slouch. Like, we talked before this season that Indiana's one of those games, not only do you have to win, that you absolutely should win. I don't know. I, I'm not know i am like, Indiana might be sleepy okay. Now, do they win three more games this season to make a bowl game? I don't know if I'd say that, but from where it stands, Indiana kind of worries me. I don't know about you.
1: Where well, Connor Bazelak had to throw the ball 55 That's times That's insane just to get it done. right? And it wasn't good. It was still below average with a 48 QBR. Right. And he had two touchdowns. So it was very below average. Their running game absolutely is atrocious. Um, 65 yards for Josh Henderson and Sean Shivers uh, had 58. That's only 120 yards total.
0: And they're averaging right? less than four yards carry.
1: Yeah, it's not very. Less good. than four yards. So those are the things. Now, here's the scary thing.
2: We're giving up almost 250 <laughs> yards a
1: game on a rush, and they're terrible. So, that's right. going to be a great benchmark to watch when it comes down to watching this, this upcoming game. What is Bill Bush and the divisive group going to be able to do? This team stinks to high heaven as far as rushing the ball. Yeah, they do. And they can throw the ball around
0: be, a little bit, though. They
1: can throw the ball around. But we can't a bit. get pressure.
0: Right. So, right.
1: a 50% mediocre a QBR below average quarterback some reason or somehow we in, in the last three games have made them look like Heisman trophy candidates. <laughs> that's one of the things that right. we're going to be a Testament of watching.
0: Yeah. I, I just, I, I... I think you're right. I think Indiana's running game is terrible, but they, they can throw the ball around a little bit. I mean, this isn't the normal Indiana team that you saw from a couple of years back that it was just kind of all around pretty good. Stevie Scott at running back, Fry Fogle, Michael Penix, that group, actually a pretty good Indiana team. Um, I, I just think it's what what's so interesting is that we talk about Indiana and say that they're not a very good football team. They're three and zero. Like right. Nebraska, say what you will, but I think any Nebraska fan would take three and zero. Hell, three and one, if you throw right in Oklahoma now. as a loss, we'd take that any day of the week. So Indiana is no slouch, and and, and they're going to come in here and try and prove something, especially when it's a night game too.
1: Right, have to agree. Oh, uh, moving on, we'll slide down. Uh, we're pretty much out of this pretty this this part of it because it's just a bunch of trash right uh, <laughs> Minnesota handles business PJ Flex got him rolling three and0 uh three and0 at home as well Colorado's a very bad team it's sad to see over there it is sad Rutgers it. squeaks by Temple Ugh. they're three uh. and well but two and0 but here hey look. They're winning the close games, though. You're right. You're right. There's the difference between what we're doing and what they've done. That's right. And then, obviously, Wisconsin takes care of a super bad New Mexico State team. But here's the one that you want to talk about. Um, Iowa get some of their weapons back that have been out. Right. End up beating a Nevada team 27-0. How does that feel after they've only barely (laughs) scored in double figures the last couple games?
0: (laughs) I tell you what. One, New Mexico State is terrible. So Wisconsin handled business for what it's worth, but come on. Iowa, I to be honest with you, Strick, I don't really know how to interpret this because Spencer Petris is still like genuinely bad.
1: 475 yards, my
0: boy. <laughs> 175 yards, a quarterback rating of thirty one. A thirty one in <laughs> a twenty seven to nothing win. So oh, I the God. thing is though, we say this time and time again. At least Iowa does have an identity. Like they, they, they know they're not going to get great quarterback play. They know they don't have very good skill players, but their defense shuts out a Nevada team, which now sits at two and two. Um, it'll be interesting to see that game Iowa and Nebraska because I and now my prediction before the season that's going to decide the Big Ten West. Well, it looks like that's probably yeah. not going to be the case, but like. Texter says this, is there any game on Nebraska's schedule that they should win? I'm not putting a should in front of any game that Nebraska has this uh, for the remaining season. But, like, my God, you look at these games, like, Iowa, not very good. Rutgers, they barely get by Temple. And Temple got absolutely crushed by Duke, who might be the worst team in Power 5. Now, granted, Duke right. did end up being Northwestern, so that should tell you where Nebraska's at. But there are so many <laughs> there's so many games uh Rico is uh he's talking trash over there about Duke I well Duke is uh yeah. but uh we just look at this schedule like Indiana not very good strict like you said terrible running game I like I, I'm not gonna say there's a should on Nebraska schedule at all but I'm saying there's a could like there's not a team genuinely outside of Michigan sure I'll give you that even when Nebraska is sitting at one and three even the season going basically other than maybe losing to North Dakota. Now, that would have been absolutely horrific. Nebraska, for what it's worth, at 1-3, and every single game left on their schedule outside of Michigan, I think they could win. The Big Ten West is not good. Like, the Big Ten West has looked terrible to start the season, and that's across the board. That's Illinois. That's Indiana. That's Iowa. Even Wisconsin slipped up in a game that they should have won by 30. Like, I... I don't know, Strick. When we're talking about the Big Ten here, I don't really know how to interpret it. What 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 do you think? I mean, do you see a scenario where Nebraska can still maybe not win the Big Ten West, but still be competitive for the rest of the season?
1: Um, you know, look, coming off the bye week, obviously you're going to hear coach fluff. Right. You're going to hear right, coaches right, telling right. you all the good things. Right. Um, the proof is going to be in the pudding for me. It's going to decide how I feel about it from what I see as far as the intensity, as far as the attention to detail, as far as the way that they're getting after a a bad team. That's not very good. Uh, If they can't get pressure still on the quarterback, that does not bode well. So I'm watching all of these little nuanced details of, of the, of the game, not necessarily the totality of the game. I'm not watching Casey Thompson and all those different things, um, I think the offense will be fine. I still think that there's problems on the offensive line. I I'm agree. looking to some young guys right now. Yeah, I I'm looking to some. Some I'm looking for guys to see who wants to freaking play, and um, uh, get after it because it, it's not looking good on that line
0: right now. Come on, Brad. It's uh, Positive Vibes Only Monday. He says Nebraska's a cupcake game, and then he says some other things about Nebraska. Hey, again, my point stands. Now, do I think they're going to beat these teams? I have no idea, but the Big Ten West really has not looked that good. We're going to head to the Honda of Lincoln hotline. Bob is on the line. Bob, what's on your mind today?
2: Hey, you know, i got an observation that nobody's looking at. Uh, Strick uh, hit it a little bit, but, you know, the the X factor is going to be Mickey. Uh, I liked what he said after the game, interview after the game. It was all on him, nobody else, him. Not the coaches, not the players, him, okay? He's only been head coach for a a week, okay? He did make some changes, and then he made more changes this week. They're going to get – they're practicing, tackling, and going back to fundamentals. And, uh, and that. Uh, you know, uh, Mickey, <laughs> Mickey is not, for me, does not uh, come out as an interim coach and a lane coach, a lane, you know, schedules uh, that the season's done. That is not him. He's coming out there and he says, I will fix this. And I look for it to get fixed. You know, fundamentals, go back to fundamentals. And like you said, he also said, you know, hey, we're looking at some younger guys. You know, we're going to plug in people that want to play. And I think that's going to be the mentality. And nobody's got a safe job. And, you know, uh, this bye week couldn't come at a better time. And I think Mickey is going to things, implement things. And I think that from here on out, you're going to see some improvement. And, you know, I'm still, not, I'm still not going to throw in the towel on Nebraska, okay? And especially with Mickey as head coach. And I think we're looking at a coach right now that is going in front of our eyes that could be very easily the next head coach. And I'd love to see it. I'd love to see the improvement. I'd love to see him get it done and get this thing turned around and go back and do the foundation, and, you
0: know,
2: uh, and that. So I'm not throwing in the towel. Everybody else can't. I'm not. I'm going to stick with this team. I'm sticking with Mickey, and uh, let's see where it goes.
0: Bob, We've got we got eight
2: games left, one at a time.
0: Bob, we appreciate you as always, brother. We really do. That was Bob. Uh, we call him Husker Bob around here, too. Strick, your thoughts on what Bob said. Hey, listen, it's Positive Vibes Only Monday. I like what he said. What are your thoughts?
1: I mean, it's it's he's just reiterating what I said. I think it's it's something that I love the fact that he's taking onus even in himself, and he has to address it. One of the one of the ways of addressing it is what he did with regards to the defensive coordinator. It is a it was a bad deal. He had to he had to do that. Um, you know, we, will Bill Bush be the guy? We don't know. But one of the things that we would hope to see with the way that things look in the Big Twelve uh, in the Big Ten West right now you would hope to see a trajectory that's leading towards getting more wins and even putting you in a position to win it at the end of the day. If you can do that, then, you know, you can salvage pretty much this season. Otherwise, it's going to be tough.
0: I agree, and I think it's definitely something to focus on. But he did, like you said, I think this is probably uh, this bye week is best-case scenario for Nebraska. They just need a break. They need to figure something out. Well, that'll do it for Big Ten wrap-up. Big Ten looking a little bit questionable now, but so are some teams in the NFL We're going to go over the NFL scores from this past weekend. We're going to break it all down. Coming up here on The Block.